The Simple Life. No, I don't mean the old show from the early 2000s with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. I mean the life where things are simple and not complicated. You can slow down and enjoy the everyday moments without rushing around. So what does that look like exactly? Well, for example, not being overstimulated by your phone or really life in general, not constantly having to go and go and go and go and stay busy to fill up our time, not a life where your schedule is overfilled and you're not sure where the time went. It's like you blink and then literally it's another month. Now, hear me out, okay? This sounds odd, (laughs) especially coming from me, but... Simple living is sexy, okay? It is hot, all right? I think what makes it so appealing is the fact it goes against the cultural norm, okay? You know, society says it's okay to be busy, and simple living says to slow it down and take it easy. You know, society says that you need to multitask, and simple living says to do things one at a time and to do it effectively, And society says that you have to stay connected to people via social media. And simple living questions, do you really? Now, I mentioned in the last episode, after the concussion, I slowed it way down and started living a simpler life. And y'all, I genuinely think that people do not realize that they are missing out on so much life. A life where you can actually enjoy your day And not be so overwhelmed by literally everything and everyone. You know, our minds are so overstimulated and it needs a break. Now, in a world that wears busyness as a badge of honor, what would it look like to have the freedom to enjoy your day without being strapped to your technology? What would it look like to not be overwhelmed by your schedule or the clutter that's taking over your house and your life? That, my friend, is where simple living comes in. And if you're like, oh my gosh, Brianne, I am totally down for this. What does simple living look like? Well, girlfriend, I got you. I'm going to go ahead and give you right now five ways that you can go ahead and simplify your life today. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. Okay, number one, my favorite topic to talk about ever to literally everybody who walks (laughs) is decluttering, okay? Decluttering will help you get your life back, mama. You do not realize just how much the clutter in your home is taking over your life until you actually start decluttering and finding a place for everything and getting rid of the things that no longer serve you. And decluttering is one of those things that is not just a one and done. It is a lifestyle. The less you have, the more space you have, the more space to entertain, a space where everything literally has a place and a space to just let your mind be free, truly, and an oasis where you can actually sit back and relax and actually enjoy your home. And I don't know about you, but there is nothing more stressful than coming home to a dirty, cluttered house. You go home so that you can chill, okay? To just be full of anxiety again because the clutter is overwhelming and things are overflowing from the counters, like, no thank you, friend. 
And when you go ahead and start to declutter your house, I want you to go ahead and use the 3B method. Now, the 3B method stands for box, bag, and bin. So if you have a box nearby, this is going to be your donation box where you get rid of all of your items that you could bless others with that you no longer need. A bag, aka a garbage bag or a grocery bag, is to trash any of your trash. And a bin, obviously, would be a storage bin. And this would be a place for you to store and save things for later or put away something that is out of season. Now, once you do this over and over, you can get your home to a place where you can keep it tidy and easy to maintain so it's less stressful and overwhelming for your brain. Now, that leads us to number two, which is to set boundaries. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) This subject literally everyone needs to do, but it is so hard to do. Setting boundaries with friends and family and really whoever is literally one of the hardest things to do because we don't want to hurt their feelings or make them feel bad about themselves. And it's even harder when you're recovering people pleaser. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) But in that same breath, it's causing you all that stress and anxiety when you lack boundaries. So what does it look like to set boundaries? Well, here is a couple that I can think of. Okay. Do not disturb mode. (laughs) That way they do not have access to you at all points of the day. And this is going to be a game changer, friend. Or telling someone no or no thank you. Ooh, or one of my favorites currently. If I am not sure if I'm up for a certain task, I say, thank you so much for thinking about me to do X, Y, Z. But my capacity or schedule is currently full. Follow up with me in X amount of days and I'll let you know. And that way, this gives you time to sit and really think about it before you're saying yes. Because when you do say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Now, on to number three, which is going to be the shortest one, is meal planning. Um, Now, this is self-explanatory meal planning racks because you are able to plan your meals in advance and When you do that, one, you're saving money because you know what you're eating this week and you're not going out to eat on a whim or ordering DoorDash or Uber Eats because nothing looks good in the fridge. And two, you have the option to choose healthy foods for the week to eat. So meal planning, totally recommend. It is thebomb.com. Hey friend, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I wanted to go ahead and hop in super quick and let you know of a free resource I have for you if you struggle with keeping a tidy home and feel overwhelmed by the clutter in your space. Introducing the Clutter-Free Checklist. This free checklist will walk you through every room in your house and help you declutter so that you can have the physical and mental space to be able to play with your kids and create a home you love. To grab the Clutter-Free Checklist, head over to hardyhomemaker.com slash checklist. The checklist is waiting for you to grab at hardyhomemaker.com slash checklist or click the link in the episode description to grab your checklist today. Now back to the episode. Which leads us to number four. This is one I actually just started implementing and absolutely love it. And this is the 10 item wardrobe. So you might be thinking, 10-item wardrobe, like, are you for real? Yes, you heard that right. I literally decluttered 
all of my clothes to 10 pieces of clothing and that's it. And you might be thinking, are you nuts? Like, what about variety? And well, if you know me personally, you know I wear the same clothes anyway, and I'm just basic AF. I'm as basic as it gets. But I will say, this method totally works. Because when you only have 10 items of clothing to choose from that you know fit you well, and you feel good in them in the current body that you have, it is so life-giving because you are confident and enjoying the clothes that you're wearing. And dare I say, it makes you want to get dressed and ready to go because you feel confident in your clothes. And I learned about this from a TEDx talk by Jennifer Scott called The 10-Item Wardrobe. It's like from eight years ago. I'll link it in the description below so you can watch it for yourself. And this for sure is a game changer and it's so nice because you just have less decision fatigue and it's wonderful. And also, if this sounds fascinating to you and you want me to dive deeper on how I got rid of like all my clothes to get to the 10 item wardrobe, let me know. I can totally do an episode on that. And last but not least, I'm going to leave the controversial one for last for simplifying your life. Number five, delete your social media. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying it's the reason for most of our problems, but it really is. And if you are a Gen Z listener, it's a fair assumption that you don't know a life without social media. But if you are a millennial or Gen Xer, you might remember how simple your life was without social media or really the internet in general. And if you have had the nudge lately to shut it off and be done with it for whatever reason, I want you to sit down and think about this. Okay, you ready? Why do you post on social media? What is your reason behind posting? Okay. Is it for the likes? Is it for the comments and the shares? And no shame, by the way, in that answer if it is. Like, get real with yourself. If it is, no shame, for real. Do you like making your life look better than it actually might be? Are you craving community? Sit down and really evaluate why you stay on social media. Personally, I actually just deleted my Instagram account yesterday, not just the app, but deleted my account completely. You know, I've expressed this in my stories, but lately I've had this bitterness towards social media and showing up, but I realized the root of why I was so bitter is that I was craving validation from the world instead of getting it from God. And I would seek the validation from the world through the likes, the comments, the shares, the mentions. And if I know that someone I loved didn't look at my story or swipe to the next because you can see who views it, I would be sad. And every time I left social media, I felt so defeated because the comparison or the jealousy would creep in. I would just envy someone else's life, even though I don't actually know their life and I'm only seeing their highlight reel. And so after I came to this realization, I'm like, I am definitely not going back to Instagram. I think I do have a Facebook, but I'm not going to be on it. I already have it blocked on my phone. But all that being said, 
like really evaluate why are you on social media? Is it because you want the validation or maybe you're craving a community? You know, that was another thing that came up for me is that I love the communities that I was a part of, especially like for Facebook groups. But then I realized that I can find the same exact content on YouTube. And to answer your question, no, YouTube is not a social media. I think it's more of an SEO just like um, like an SEO platform, just like Pinterest. Um, SEO stands for search engine optimization. It's like a search engine. You know what I mean? Um, but all that being said, okay. And this is just me personally, okay? And maybe you can't relate to any of that. But <laughs> if you can, know this, okay? There is so much life to be lived without being strapped to your phone or technology, there is so much freedom and you can break free from the social media chains. And the question you need to ask yourself is, are you ready to take that next step? And if you're not ready to delete social media altogether, I totally get it. I've had to delete it literally like 50 times, like off my phone to finally get to this point where I deleted my account completely. But you can just start by, you know, detoxing social media for a day and then maybe a couple days or maybe a week and then just really start limiting your screen time use. And you're going to be amazed because you're going to find yourself happier again because you deleted it. And if this is a subject you want me to talk more about, go ahead and let me know either by A, leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and say, hey, by the way, can you talk more about deleting social media? Or feel free to email me uh, by going to my website and going to the contact form and I can talk more about that. Or, you know, like I said, I can talk more about the 10 item wardrobe if that's what you're interested in learning more about. So recap five ways to simplify your life right now. Number one, declutter. Number two, set boundaries. Number three, meal planning. Number four, 10 item wardrobe. And number five, delete your social media. Now, if this is your first time listening to Hardy Homemaker and you enjoyed the pod, feel free to hit the follow button so that you are updated when new episodes are released. And if you enjoy this episode, feel free to share it with a friend who needs help simplifying their life. And last but not least, as always, if you enjoy this episode, feel free to leave a five-star review. I actually want to start reading your reviews out loud. And so what's great about reviews is that it helps reach more people and more mamas that need this kind of content that needs this message. So anyways, thank you so much friend for listening to another episode of the Hardy Homemaker podcast. And until next time, I'll chat with you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Hardy Homemaker podcast. For resources and materials, head over to hardyhomemaker.com. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it, share it on your stories on Instagram, and tag me at Hardy Homemaker so I can personally thank you for tuning in. If you feel called to, share the episode with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, praying for you, your family, and your business. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.